You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. girl what's up baby how you doing i'm good how are you i like your shirt you like my shirt that should take me back to a goddamn color like can play time i feel like they wore it at house party yeah i think like oh no kid this guy's shirt was like red and so yeah i think martin had that shirt on <laughs> I'm always trying to sing and dance. Looking like, looking like Bilal. <laughs> Yo, Bilal. Switch a song, Bilal. Switch, Switch a song. Especially with the it. headphones on and everything in the mic. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I was just seeing the other Martin reunion. Is that why Martin's in your mind? Yeah, fact. Martin reunion was off the chain. Too. It really was. I had a good time with that. If y'all ain't check seen it out. that, check yeah. that out. Yeah, that was super dope. How you doing today? Man. Today was one of them days, boy. Uh, is today Monday? Today is Monday. Shit. Yeah. It don't feel like it. We worked nah, all the way through the weekend. Nah, somebody said, how was your weekend? I said, what is what today? Weekend? Yeah, <laughs> what, what happened? But it's all good. I got a question for you. Go ahead. Shoot. All right. Beer before wine, you'll be fine. Beer before wine. Okay. You'll be fine. Wine before liquor, you'll be sicker. You agree or you don't agree? <laughs> beer before wine, you'll be fine. I, I agree on that. Okay. Because I could drink beer, like, you know, like, throughout the day if, like, a party. or You like, don't uh, seem like a beer I'm drinker. I'm not really a okay. beer drinker. Uh, but And then I could drink wine and I will be fine. Um, but wine before liquor, I, I would, yeah, yeah. Is it wine before liquor? Wine before liquor, you're yeah. going to be sicker. Okay. No, I don't agree. Because I would have wine with, like, say, my dinner. And then after dinner, I like to have an after like after dinner or after, you know, night cocktail recap. Yeah. Recap. yeah. Well, uh, I don't so, know. And then I, I would like to have a little Moscow or a little uh, after wine. Yeah, like I've at seen, the end of the night. I've seen you, and that's probably why I say. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Is it a good idea? Maybe not. Am I sicker? No. Okay. But if I drink liquor and then I drink wine. Shit, you the Teflon Dawn, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, okay. You agree? You think? What do you say? So, so, uh, and, I, and I'm going to go back to my Navy days because being oh, in the Navy, your solid. stomach has a silver lining around it. So you don't think about stuff like that. Now, outside of Navy days, just being a little wiser, mm-hmm. not older, just wiser, <laughs> I'll, I'll do the hard stuff first and then I'll do, I'll, I'll coast down with a little bit of wine if I have to. Mm-hmm. But... I try what I try to do is not mix at all, right? Okay. So it's like if I want to have a wine night, then I'm on wine. If, yeah. if I'm having anything other than that, I'm gonna stay there. And, that's and just, a smart and just thing. Keep it there. But if you yeah. have to decide, that that's the question. Yeah, very true. So <laughs> so sicker? No, I haven't got sicker. I had some bad like champagne. Now don't do that yes. shit after everything. Yeah. You have a headache and you mm-hmm. might throw up. Yeah, you got a headache and uh, I love mimosas, but you know. So today we talking about wine, our first experiences, everything about wine production, oh, the whole nine yards, wine just being time. just being in the whole wine scene. And, Love it. And I mean, I remember my first, like, you was drinking wine, and I don't, I don't know how you got put on the wine, but you, you got me drinking wine because I wasn't a wine drinker, mm-hmm. and I've seen other people drink wine, like we, you know, back in the days, you know, uh, Colorado. Box wine, <laughs> um, can't count that. I mean, hey, that's that's the people that I that's the wine experience that I know. 
my my wine experience is totally different from that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to see the way I was raised and how wine kind of influenced my family. But now, what my wine experience looks like. Yeah. And we're super honored to have. Uh, she 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 might not say she's a wine professional or a connoisseur of wine. She's <laughs> probably downplay is. it, but she is definitely the the wine professional in our circle. Yes. Uh, the owner of Sip Wine out in Escondido. Yes, I definitely heard about it before I actually met her. Several friends were like, "Hey, you gotta go see, you gotta go to the Sip, you gotta go there, you gotta go there, you gotta go check this out. It's a winery down there. You gotta check it out." So that's I love a, that. a, a thousand percent. And now working on her TV show, which is air in a couple of days right it airs in a couple of days uh, it's called fresh glass working with nwb imaging which nwb imaging is also the producers of our podcast so we're all in the same family it feel, it feel like we're all on fox <laughs> yeah right like, like, like nwb is just, it's, it's, it's like network. Inc. yeah it's like hey i got all these artists on my label <laughs> so shout out to nwb imaging but i'm, I'm talking about great work and I'm, I'm proud to 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 welcome cassandra to the show welcome to life and shit thank you thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> I only get to do that when guests are here. So, uh, oh, <laughs> thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, so, I'm gonna start by asking you some questions, and also the question, right, that we ask, uh, Tommy asks. Do you agree? Wine before liquor makes you sicker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she didn't even think about that. <laughs> yes. She's like, hell yes. Uh, yes. And uh, uh, beer. Wait, what is it? Beer before. Uh, beer before wine will be fine. Will be fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and bubbles sometimes can be refreshing. Uh, so yeah, the the bubbles feel good if you're not over the edge. So like, if you go wine tasting all day, and wine just starts to taste the same can always drink bubbles to reset your palate. Ah, and when you say bubbles, are you saying like sparkling water or beer or? Champagne. Champagne. Or champagne. Or champagne. Oh, well, okay, well, no, I'm, I'm just. I'm about to say now. <laughs> no, no, no. Champagne is that shit if you can't afford champagne. <laughs> I'm about to say, is that, is that like shopping champagne? at Target? Yes, it is. <laughs> so champagne first and then you and go then, to. Then get hard in the paint. Okay. With the red wine. <laughs> With the red wine. Yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. But before you go too far, uh, I want to ask a couple of questions. Um, so first, I know I know everyone always wants to know this with any guests that we have on. Um, are you single okay, and well, ready wait, to mingle? Wait a minute. Okay, well, the answer is I'm single. <laughs> Y'all heard that, Not right? Not single. Single. S-A-N-G-L-E. <laughs> but here's the question. Why do people want to know that? I, I want to know why they want to know. <laughs> because there's a lot of single people out there or single people out there okay. and they watch and they like so is, is, is she attached is she uh, they, they yeah. want to know the people want to know okay is there, is there opportunity? <laughs> yes because yes. when you're on life and shit that means you know that means you open so right. wait a second so then I'm gonna have to have them run the applications through y'all <laughs> for the record anything that happens after this show is not our fault like yeah. I tell people all the time do not run all me, applications through Tommy and Danielle <laughs> like if, if and you, if you make it to the second round yeah if you happen to get a DM, it's gonna be very hard, yeah. y'all. Hey, I heard you on life and shit. Want to oh. take you to dinner? That is not me. Though okay. I do not condone or solicit. <laughs> you send them my way. I'm gonna check them, girl. I'll check them for I'm you. Like, Thank I, you. Might, I might have a homie in New York and be like, "Yo, uh, look at my over here. What's my doing? Yeah. Minding her business, Yo. drinking her wine. Uh, what do you like to do for fun other than drink wine? Of course." Uh, I am an experience. I live for experiences. Mm. So any chance I can go to a good concert, 
nowadays. So like I saw Kendrick Lamar last week. Oh, Ooh, where cool. At? Here in SDSU. Oh, Dope. okay. Yeah. Well, you're How was that? It was phenomenal. Okay. However, I am getting older because I didn't know the first two acts. <laughs> were, were they somebody or were they just local? Yeah, Baby Keem. So oh. I guess it's like Kendrick's cousin. But them young kids knew. Oh, okay. And they were jumping knew. everywhere yeah. and I was like, <laughs> this ain't. You know, I think I might I've been have. been there. I'm a, yeah, I think I might have heard Baby Keem before. Ba- you've okay. heard, you know the song. Is he on one of his tracks? Oh, He's on, yes. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, so yeah. you know the song, but you just don't know the person I just didn't know who thing. it was. Okay. And I okay. haven't, I don't listen to him. And so... Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't know Kendrick was even in town last week, so I yeah, feel even bad. So I, I feel like, real I bad. Like, he's in town Kendrick on a Thursday. Oh. No, Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. Oh, that, that means he played us like you know they do it. You he know killed they it. Do San Diego. Yeah, they do they San just, Diego they on some odd days. Yeah, that's just when they're in town or just like. Oh. But it was sold out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that that, was they're always sold that. out. Sold they out. just do us wrong. Yeah, and, and it's funny because San Diego will sell out if if it's a good artist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't get a lot of good artists. Nope. Like like we flew all the way to New York to go see a comedy show. You know, very similar to a concert. Yeah. But it doesn't. It ain't coming to San Diego. It ain't never coming. Like that show would never come to the West Coast. Not even going to L.A. That's a different story <laughs> yeah i live for the experience so love it. i mean i've i like doing a lot of things by myself okay which i know is could be difficult for some people but like sitting and sitting somewhere and staring and w- drinking a good bottle of wine is i just need my me time girl listen we just did a whole podcast on alone time so yes. we understand I, and we're we're a married couple together and uh-huh. we both value alone time very much so that's why we thought it was important to share so believe me I, we know and understand it's nothing like being by yourself but you gotta like yourself you gotta know love I mean? yourself so if you don't like do yourself then i could see why you don't like that's being alone you know yeah. well tell me about your occupation or occupations I mean, you got a lot of things going on i guess you could say i'm a serial entrepreneur Ooh, I like that word. Yeah. We all could say that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a fact. Yes. Yeah. Sarah Entrepreneur uh, worked in social services for a big part of my career. Okay. Ventured into corporate America. Realized that I am smart enough to do my own thing. Okay. Uh, and then while I was working in corporate, decided to open Sip Wine and Beer in Escondido. And seven years later, here we are. Seven years. Seven years. Congratulations. That's Thank you. Dope. Seven, That's dope. seven year itch. Seven yeah. year itch. <laughs> Made it past the five year, which a lot of businesses don't make it past. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's true. Went through the pandemic. Yes. And still, and, and still chasing new goals, new dreams as you still run that same thing. So that's, that's beautiful. That. And we're going to get into all that. Yeah. And then like uh, Tommy <clears throat> said, your dreams, what, what are your dreams? I want, I don't want to work for anybody. Okay. I want to help black and brown people, uh, you know, elevate themselves. Um, I want to, I want black and brown people to be able to say that I want to be an entrepreneur and not be afraid. Mm. I know that it's hard for us because we don't have a lot of examples. Mm, thousand percent. And so I want to be that example. That's a thousand it. percent. Uh, we just heard that this weekend. A gentleman told us that there was no examples when he was growing up nope. of black or brown people. And that if he had had that, that he would be a changed person. And he was an entrepreneur, but it just took him a little bit longer to get there. And yeah. A couple of different experiences to lead him on that point. Right. Yep. Where um, I know I I have a couple of friends who parents were business owners and entrepreneurs and and they inspire not only them but also their friends you know yeah that's yeah. real shit so so that's <laughs> funny that it's funny that you say that because i'm watching the show right now too um on, on showtime about supreme team because mm. i'm from queens right so being from queens 
you know, you you only have so many people that you grow up around. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, who you see is who you kind of emulate. If those people look like they're they're winning, right? So whoever's winning, you like, yo, if the, if it's in the basketball court or if it's on the street, whoever's winning is who you emulate and you like I want to be like that guy. And the fact that that young man said that to us because of the neighborhood that we're opening up our cafe in, that's exactly what it's about, right? It's it's an opportunity to show the people that look like us that, yes, you can do it too. Yeah. And, and it's funny because you made a, uh, a comment about Moscato before we got started. <laughs> And we gotta talk about we gotta talk about that because I'm not a fan of Moscato and, yeah. and I'm not knocking anybody that drank Moscato, yeah. but Cassandra actually brought up a very good point about it and it made me reflect like, damn, even when I was a kid, I used to drink I used to drink that. And <laughs> well, we all had I mean we all did at some point. Yeah. It's about you made a very good point. If you don't see it, if you're not around it, if I mean I didn't wake up drinking good wine like mm. I was drinking all kinds of trash mm-hmm. and you get introduced to new things mm-hmm. and you try to go back to it and it's like no nah, we can't do that anymore. Yeah. So we might as well go into it cuz we talked about MD2020. Yes, right? Morgan David. <laughs> so so the fact that like, <laughs> didn't even know it was Morgan, Morgan David. David. I didn't know, right? I like, didn't know it was Morgan like, David. Who? Yeah, like yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> so so cuz cuz growing up I, it was Mad Dog. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Is it not Mad Dog? It's Morgan David. <laughs> Does it say Mad Dog on the bottle? No. Is that like one of those? What is that? The my my, uh, the um. You, what is that's, this effect? See, that's the oh, name we dude. made. The Mandela is this the Mandela effect? No, this is what we. <laughs> have you heard of this Mandela effect? Uh-uh. I don't want to promote it, but what Lord, is it? I'm mercy. Uh, I'll tell you when we get on. Yeah, this we, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We, we have to do one? a whole thing. Uh, we'll probably have to. We could do a, a whole podcast on that. Oh, actually, it's <laughs> Mogan David. Mogan. Mogan David. So, so that's the trip to that MD Twenty Twenty. Yeah. Actually has a real name, and if and you go to it's not Mad Dog. Nope, yeah, it's not. Mad, it's nothing to do with Mad. It wasn't Mookie and Didi. It's Mugen David. And now, you, is it a wine? No, it's well, it's a fortified wine. Okay, which means it's more like a port, mm-hmm. and it's super sweet, mm-hmm. and Makes it's easy sense. to drink. Makes sense, and it gets you drunk. Toe because, up, but it's not even the the liquor that's getting you you more faded. It's the sugar, right? It's, it's the sugar. Yeah. It's high in sugar. Yeah, it's literally crazy. sugar water. That's yeah. what all of that is. And if you go to the website, so the people diabetes. the people that's on the website is not the people that drink it. Nope, like because it, it's only found in particular neighborhoods. That, mm-hmm. that that's a trip too. It's like, because you don't see that everywhere. Like, I, I can't walk into to Albertsons in a particular neighborhood and see MD 2020. Well, and that's that's the whole <laughs> concept of wine. And so wine has, for the longest time for us, looked unattainable uh, or we can't mm-hmm. afford it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, systematically, yes. they put the low price points in our way. Mm-hmm. And that's what you reach for. Mm-hmm. And then you're hooked because it's sweet. But if you don't know, you don't know. That's a thousand percent. And so let's talk about like our first wine, because I never grew up with like good wine. Right. Yeah. So Danielle is the one that kind of put me onto the wine game. Yeah. And I think the, I, I remember our first Temecula oh, experience. Yeah. Okay. Like we went up to Temecula. Yeah. And that was the first time I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm into this red wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and like uh, Chardonnays and white wines, I, I couldn't get with because it was too sweet. And my mm-hmm. stomach get all messed up. You'd be drunk quick on white wine. Or I, really? at least yeah. I would. I'd yeah. be it's like, ooh. Sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. the yeah. sugar. It's the sugar for me. And yeah. I mean, I could do a one, maybe two, but I think one is my limit. After that, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then even trying to pair it and all that other stuff, which mm-hmm. we talk about. But we, so we're up in Temecula, and Danielle's like, let's go. Let's do wine country. Cool. No problem. So we're up there. We're sipping little, little tastings. And this is I, when I was a novice. 
You was what? You was <laughs> a, a novice. novice? Yeah, true. Yeah, I think after that <laughs> right, trip, you, be, you became it. a pro after yeah, that. Yeah. So, so we call ourselves being sort of. being fancy. We like, all right, we'll get a case because this is cool. This is fun. We'll we joined the club. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah what actually, club was it? Shit. That's how. That's how serious we were. Oro. Miramonte, Miramonte, Miramonte. Yes, because yeah. we, we were intrigued by the parties, right? So okay, every time yeah. the new party, yeah. every time the new wine comes, there's a party. So we're like, get you it's going to make us want to go out there, right? So it's like, yeah. So we'll go there for the party. We'll drink wine and then bring our case back. That was the intention. It was like, oh, we can ship it to you. Like, mm-hmm. nah, don't ship it to us. Yeah. We'll come up here and get it. And every time it was like, oh. And then the young lady that was it. part of us wine, she had like pretty eyes. So Danielle oh, always gets gosh. on me. Danielle be like, oh, you was, was flirting with her. Tommy was glamored. Like, no, was I don't know. They were glamored by each other. Hell. I mean, it went from like, uh, at the beginning, Tommy's like, oh, I don't know. He played the like, oh, I don't know anything about wine. And she was like, you don't know. Let me show, Let me show you. you. Yeah. And then by the end of it, she's like, you know, I'm not supposed to pour this, but, uh, but I'm Get some reserves stuff for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pour something in the back. After we paid our $20, we, our $20 we were still, still sitting at still the sitting bar. At the bar going ahead. Still getting poured up. I was like, babe, this is too. Yeah, I mean, we was lit. <laughs> lit. We had to go to Chili's. Hey, bro, he glamoured <laughs> the lady. He glamoured her. <laughs> she, she was mesmerized. Chili's. She was mesmerized. Yeah, we had a great time. But we stopped at Chili's because I was like, yo, I can't. All right, I'm done. Hey, you are so silly. So we, we had Chili's eating goddamn Chili's so food. Silly. <laughs> Drinking so, water. <laughs> so I, when I, it, it's funny. It's, wine is to me such a classy, sophisticated thing. And me growing up, um, I, I didn't grow up that way, right? I Neither grew up I. very hood. I grew up very like and just just different, right? Okay. And um, I was just always intrigued by wine, and even even when I drink it around my cousins, they laugh and say like, "Ooh, she drinks hot wine," and and "Ooh, how do you get faded off of hot wine?" And why, you know? Like, and if I like have a little buzz, they're like, "Ooh, she got buzz off a of hot wine." You know? Why is it like, hot though? I don't understand. <laughs> Room because I don't put ice oh, on it. Oh, okay. Because I don't I don't ice it. Yeah. I mean, you could cool it. Okay. I mean, but I don't, I don't drink my red wine. On ice or I've ju- so I have a fr- I have a fridge that's a red and white chiller. Okay, so typically they tell you to drink red wine at like sixty degrees. Yeah, uh, and, and okay, yeah. I can see that, but because on a hot day you still want to drink red wine, mm-hmm. and then it's refreshing. Truth. Yeah. yeah, truth. So how how did you get into the wine scene? Like why why sip wine and beer? Um, why I mean why the wine industry? Period. Yeah. And 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 being from because you're originally from the East Coast. But I grew up in Temecula. Yeah, see, so. Oh, yeah, <laughs> makes and sense. That's, and that's the other thing, too, is like, that's the, the origin is East Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know, and none of my homies from the East Coast, you know, sipping wine, they, <laughs> they, they still on the, the MD 2020. They were on the Mugen David. <laughs> Mugen David. But, but why, why get into the wine scene? What sparked that? Uh, what sparked it, I moved to Temecula and very thankful that my parents were like one of the original black families to move to Temecula before mm-hmm. it was that. Yeah. So I remember where there was only two wineries. It was oh, like damn. Wilson, it was Thornton and Marie Claire because my parents used to go to the jazz concerts all the time. But I was, you know, I was around wine. Mm. And then when I went to college and, you know, worked in Hollywood, it was, when you're networking with people, you're talking over wine. Is primarily what you're drinking and so look i was the person back in the day who was drinking white zen mm. <laughs> you know i was drinking that's like that's like the gateway yeah it's the gateway mm-hmm. uh, and then you just start messing around with your palate and so i got a job in hollywood and we had to take this wine class and because i was working at this high-end restaurant and you needed to know 
the fast, like just the general one on ones about wine. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't tell me nothing after that. I was bougie okay. as hell. Mm-hmm. And so I, I come back that. to Mechelen and was like, oh, yeah, I know about this wine and this <laughs> and that. And I could tell you. So the, <laughs> the wine that changed my life was the Trefethen Merlot 2013 out of Napa. Mm. And so once I had that, I was like, what have I been drinking all my life? Mm. And so that was my venture into like high end quality wine. Mm. Uh, And in Temecula, uh, was a winery called Weens and they were known for their big reds. And uh, I remember like every red wine that they made was phenomenal. Mm. So that was the start. And, And why? It's like, why not? Yeah, right. You know, if you love something, if you if it's something that you're around, if it's something that it's I'm a learner mm-hmm. and I like experiences. So I can tell you the wine that the experience that changed my life. Yeah. So now I wanna I wanna find more experiences. And then show and, people how to change their lives. And so wine is a great thing because you can remember, you can be like, Oh yeah, I remember when I drank this. And where I was. That's dope. I know I don't, to take it to the next level, to have a different experience, I love that. It's when I first started drinking wine, I, I didn't know the that there was this cheap wine and this expensive wine. I just knew, as soon as I figured out that uh, red wine tastes good with, uh, say, a salami or a steak, and girl, after I heard that, I was like, I got this. And, you know, I was like, I'm the, I, <clears throat> let me tell you what, let me let me show you. <laughs> well, and I'm having I'm, wine tastings at the house. Yes. You know, I'm trying to inform everybody you know like this is how you drink wine you know and part of it is about uh price point and you'll see you might not know a number of labels that are out there are like um different price point labels for bigger brands Mm. and so what you're seeing now is bigger brands trying to cater to you know all levels of financial drinkers and wine and not just saying okay if you can't drink trefethin like sorry you know, or mm-hmm. if you see Josh, I, I think it, Josh is everywhere, which is made by Joseph Carr. Mm-hmm. And Joseph Carr has been making wine for forever. Really? But he was like, oh, I'm a, like, you can go into any store and find Josh white, rose, and red for like 14 bucks. And it's great. Mm-hmm. So there's everyday drinking wine. And then there's, I don't know, let me save this. This ain't, you know, mm-hmm. we'll put this up. Or you're not going to, I'm not opening a, a 10, 10 year old wine on a Tuesday. Like that's not happening for me. <laughs> right. So I'm saving those things. So you're talking about everyday wine drinkers. You're talking about occasional, you're talking about, you know, marketing experiences. There's, there's an array of it. And so when it comes to drink, making wine um, for like the more expensive wine versus a, a cheaper wine and from the same maker, does that mean that perhaps they left it in the barrels a little longer? It's a little more aged, right? It's, it's a number of things. Mm-hmm. It's the type of grape. It's, um, you know, some could just take leftover grapes from other things and make a mm. smorgasbord. When you have red blends, it's like this was leftover. Let's figure out and see what we could do with this. Ah, that's a, they're delicious, right? Though, right? And you're it's blending okay. like it's a science, mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out. And so uh, there's that. There's if it's uh, sitting in a certain oak and how long it's sitting. Mm. Uh, you have barrel. You know, the wine we're drinking is what 2019. You know, it's going to taste a lot different than the 2022. That's very true. Makes that's sense. that's very. And, and we haven't even we're going to tap into that because the wine we're drinking is your 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 yes, bottle of wine. It is. And, and that's huge. And we, we're going we're going to tap into that. So, you know, you said you had a life changing experience and that would is that what sparked your love into the industry. And then you opened up sip wine and beer. 
but you didn't get into making your own wines right up right up the top. You just wanted to educate and expose people to wine in Escondido. Yes. And like why why Escondido? What happened what happened there that you were like this is where I need to be to start educating? Yeah. Uh so growing up in Temecula and I remember saying it was nothing. And when I moved to Escondido, it, it had the same feel. Like there was nothing happening. There was nothing going on. And I was fortunate to own my first condo there. And, you know, I was working in corporate and you just get the itch of like, I could do something here. Mm. You can make something happen here. And thought about it and did research and realized that Escondido used to be, um, they used to grow wine. They used to grow grapes. Really? Okay. Uh, and so I was like, oh, you know what? And I'm looking like Escondido doesn't have a wine bar. I was like, how is that? But there's growing, there's wineries popping up everywhere. Yeah. And so that's when I decided to open a wine bar. And Smart. and I was like, well, let me infuse wine and beer because uh, Stone Brewing was, is Escondido's the home of Stone Brewing, which is like the beer brand, okay. craft beer brand. And so that's when I created Sip Wine and Beer. And it was... I really didn't know what it was, to be quite honest. I was just like, I want a place where people can hang out and chill. They can drink wine. They can chat. They can mingle. They can listen to good music. And then I started realizing when people were like, wait, you own this? Wait, you drink wine? And you start to realize, like, it's, it. I was an anomaly or, like, it was something. Yeah. yeah. And you start to see that you don't see a lot of people in the industry. You don't really have any any support and there's a few people that are there no and peers. no and now it's funny because I, I don't know if you guys know who the mcbride sisters are mm-hmm. we've heard of so no, so no. so we and it's crazy because we heard about them when we was in arizona mm-hmm. ah. and bought we heard their story we bought a bottle yeah and then we come back here and then all of a sudden of course it's on our reticular activator mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so now we're, we're starting to hear about them more right. yes. but it was super random we're just in a hotel in arizona heard all about it it was like whoa yeah so i've known them since 2018 wow and crazy story too and yeah and i remember when we met and they were like whatever you need whatever you need and i was just like what the hell is going on in the industry Mm. and they had been doing this since 98 so remember no one knew who they were for Mm -hmm. the longest time and i remember uh before COVID, february 2020 i'm like hey why don't we do an event a black girl magic experience event and y'all come down here and Cause people just need to know who you are, mm-hmm. and so like two hundred people showed up, and I was like, what? To, "To Escondido, to Escondido, <laughs> nice. where you like where all these black people live?" Right? Mm-hmm. And and they came down and they shared their story because they were sisters who didn't know they were sisters until later in life. And one was living in New Zealand, uh, other was living in Monterey, and uh, they had wine in common and decided to to do this. And now they're the largest black women owned wine company in the country. But that took 10 plus years for that to say, happen. They're a 10 year overnight success. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's why people always like, yeah. oh, it seems like they just popped up. Yeah, they've been doing this for 10 years. 10 you know, years. it just seems like they're an overnight success. Longer. Because now all of a sudden you start hearing about them. Like, I just started hearing about them, but they've been hustling. They've exactly. Been, yes. So that's pretty, that's pretty dope. And, and to, to, to bring that out in, in, in what your show is all about. So, so Fresh Glass is the name of the show. Right. And and just like how you just talked about, you know, the McBride sisters and like, hey, you need to come out here. People need to hear your story. That's exactly what you're doing on the show. Yes. And so let's talk about that. Um, fresh glass ears in a few days. Where love can the we name, find? by the way, too. Yeah. Fresh yeah. glass. It's like, I want a fresh glass. Like, I love that. <laughs> thank you, a thousand thank percent. You. So mm-hmm. so where can we find it and what's it pretty much going to be about? 
Yeah, Fresh Glass is going to debut September 15th on KPBS. Uh, it'll also be on the PBS video app. Uh, and then it's slated to air nationally in January. Nice. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Nice. Hold on. Let me. Let me. <laughs> Nationally, national, congratulations, national syndication. Yeah. Thank you. That's super dope. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and and what can people exp- expect when they see fresh? Oh, okay. So this there's a lot of layers to this. This isn't just a, you know, a, a show about wine and beer, but this is about sharing the stories of women and people of color who have figured it out, mm-hmm. and they've figured it out in the areas of food, beverage, and entrepreneurship, whether it be uh, wine, coffee, I mean, whatever. How did you make it? How did you make it happen? Uh, what are the, what's the awareness around it? What's the education? So mm-hmm. you're talking about, I mean, we have a whole episode data dedicated to the black wealth gap mm-hmm. and generational wealth because we're featuring the only black woman in San Diego who makes wine and owns her own vineyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so those things shouldn't be unheard of. Right. A thousand percent. And so then that talks about, well, why is she the only one in San Diego? And what does that look like across the country? And, you know, how come black people don't have the wealth that they should? And what does that look like? So. And why we don't know why. about these people. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, go. like it, it goes back to like why we know about, you know, uh, granted, like there's no, no shades of celebrities, but like that's a very important thing to, you know, that we have people in every industry that's yep. killing it mm-hmm. you know and and we got to look at we this shouldn't be the first black person the only black person that like it just shouldn't be that and so part of the reason why i do what i do is because i do genuinely want to help like you, you i shouldn't be the only one doing this you you two shouldn't be the only one doing this like mm-hmm. people should have the opportunity and i and i just think that we have to we have to figure out how to get the word out and share those stories and that's what fresh glass does Oh, that's fucking beautiful. I <laughs> love it. That is beautiful. I mean, you're 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 an entrepreneur, you're an advocator, and now you're advocating for the people that's in your industry. And and you know, we've seen the 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 the, the trailer for the first the first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you went to the screening. Yeah, yeah, you did the was, you did the that was dope. Damn. What were you? So yes. How'd you think? What'd you think? Yeah, we loved it. We okay. loved it. And we actually got to meet the people that were um, yes. in the episodes. So that was amazing. And just to hear their story, too. It was very intriguing. I mean, you had me drawn in from the beginning. It was just like, you know, you couldn't you couldn't move away. So I, I love that. A thousand percent. The story was good. It A was good. A thousand percent. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And just because... Uh, I don't come from that. Like like we said, we don't come from that. So just mm-hmm. to see someone who's in it yes. and then educate us, it was like, ah, oh, okay, I'm not too far. There's a, it's one thing about wine and everything else. There's a there's a there's a fear that comes behind not knowing. Mm-hmm. Like even in coffee, like we talk about, mm-hmm. Danielle used to be an advocate coffee drinker before me, mm-hmm. and the way she would order coffee and what she knew about coffee, I was like, my gosh, like you just sound so different. Everything is. Like, it's like, why do you know so much? Because, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know a lot about wine. I know what I like. I know mm. I've, what I understand is people. Mm. And so if people want to learn and explore, then you, there's levels and you give them the exploration but, and then they go from there. And, 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 and that's real. But like when, when Danielle, like, so, cause like we drink red wine a mm-hmm. lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, and we dabbled in a lot of different, like we, we just, uh, 
came across San Giovese. Oh yeah, yeah. San Giovese. Yeah. yeah, which is our new our new <laughs> shit, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's our new joint. But yeah, this is delicious. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know what it was, but I was intimidated because I couldn't say it. I'm like San Giovese, San Giovese. Like you know what I mean? So it's like one of those things. And then after that, you got to try Barbera. You got to do a Multipucciano. Oh You got to do a Nero Diavola. You got to do a Nebbiolo. Like you just Nebbiolas. We know. We love Nebbiolas. You know, you just you just go. It just leads to a whole different path that you just start exploring. That's very true. So like Danielle is an advocate red wine drinker and, and got me on board. But then when people try and go out and maybe they want to buy her a, a bottle of wine, they mm-hmm. say, oh, we don't know what, the, what you drink. We don't know. Red wine is so many out there. If somebody w- wanted to get into wine or white, red, no matter what it is, yeah. how do you do it? Like, how, how do you say, all right, this is where I need to start? So I always tell people, like, if you're if you're wanting to get into red wine, the easiest way is to start with the Pinot. Mm-hmm. Pinot Noir. Like, it's light and it's easy. True. And it can either be super earthy, and, I, and I'll be the first to tell you, if there is wine that smells like rusty nails, I don't drink it. <laughs> I don't. It's very hard. And uh, so, and that's more so old world wines of like how wine used to be made. So it's very gritty. And I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck on rusty. Like, what rusty the fuck nails. Does rusty nails. And it's just, like? it smells like iron. And you're like, ah, I'm not doing this. Right. I, like, oh, I feel like it's just like coffee. The coffee palettes or, you know, the uh, flavor palette has, they, how they have like, Ashes, yes. and Carl, a and coal, be, and oh, the wine's okay. the same. It's the yeah. same palette. It's the same thing. Um, and all wines have these different flavors within them, right? So the notes and, so, and all that. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm, all right. mm-hmm. Yep. So it could be like a charcoal um, note or like an ash type yep. of. And these are flavors that were purposely put in there, right? Yep. So it's the way that it was supposed to be, but it doesn't mean you have to like it, right? <laughs> and, and so the same thing is with wine. And so like I don't really do a lot of white wine, uh, but when I do, it's like. Oh, this is fire. Uh, and it's the sugar for me. Mm. I like Pinot Grigios. Mm. Those are, uh, those are, to me, are the best of the white wines because they taste more like red to me. Mm, you're going to have to drink a Sancerre. Ah, okay. Get a Sancerre. Sancerre in there. Okay. A Sancerre. I'm about to go get an apartment up I in get the you, Get you a Blanc de Blanc. <laughs> get you, yeah, you got to try Blanc de Blanc. Uh, the Blanc de Blanc. I, I, those are very dry, right? Like super dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think the Pinots, it has a, just a little bit of uh, the fruitiness still, yeah. but not quite Crisp. as much sugar as a, like a, a Zin or yeah. so. But no, Blanca Blanca. Okay. So was, uh, like to me, the premises of, around wine, like you, you also have to have it temperature it has to be open a certain mm-hmm. way you have to hold the glass a certain way yeah, like you, i'm gonna I'm a hold it by the, uh, the okay glass. so when you do that <laughs> so when you do that your your hand is warm right so it's transferring the heat that, and yeah. we was taught that and was it was it um napa i think napa is where we learned that uh, i want to say i learned it in uh um mexico in okay. The, in the valley. In, in the valley. Really? Valley. In the valley. So um, Guadalupe. Yeah, because I, 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 we were all holding our glasses, all like. Oh, yep. Oh, and you're oh, like, nope. Oh, oh, right. We're like, oh, 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 fancy. I hope that. we wasn't making that. I don't know who's making that face. You gotta put your pinky up <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, really. like, but uh, then the guy's like, oh no, no, and I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure I was there. And he's like, no, no, you don't, you don't do that. He's like, that's the getaway. It's like what? I was like, wait, what about that? He's like, no. And it was so funny because I was surely enough going like this and he's like you know if you ever see people putting their pinky out he's like that's not proper i was like <laughs> and there's and you know what there's a lot of things where i just tell people like you don't have to you don't have to do all that and mm-hmm. so and i'm and because i learn about wine 
So like I'm a swirler. So then I'm gonna ask how's your swirl game. So let me see your glass. Oh, swirl game. Like, okay. No, mine's like there you this. go. There mine's you go. Like see your yeah. swirl game is on. I'm like I need to. I yeah. need to open up the there berries. I need to. Right. And then my smell game. Like I'm telling you, girl. I, I, I did this yeah. a lot. And so then you know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of tastings, and then I had a couple at my house. Like let me show y'all. Then yeah. And then the smell. Like you have to put your full face your in those. Like. And smell, and the reason that you do that is to open it up, right? And then also, even the the swells is that like how it goes the legs. down. Mm-hmm. The legs. I mean, the legs that. I mean, yeah. It's, it's See, that sounds super technical. Now I'll be saying. So that I right. keep it. I just keep it simple. It's yeah. like swirl it so you can open it up mm-hmm. and get the aromas. Mm-hmm. Because when you open up a bottle of wine, you have to realize it's been in a bottle for so long. Mm-hmm. So how long should you air it? Because that's another people like. Oh, oh yeah. Like was was what does that even mean? I, so like I would have opened that up like today. So I brought so a you bottle woke that was up op- this morning and then you would have opened the wine. Yep. And you would have just known and then drink it that night. And but see, raised. that means I have to open up a bottle every day. I mean, I because like, like I mean, uh, oh, like you <laughs> say you want to open you're like, "Ooh, I want to drink this 2012." That thing has been sitting there. Now, yeah, okay. So so the older uh, the wine, the yeah. longer it needs to. Yeah, you got to let it air. You got to let it breathe. Aha. Uh-huh. Now, if you're drinking 2022 wine, that shit that sh- you shouldn't probably you probably shouldn't drink it. <laughs> hold on that to sh- it. Drink oh. that shit next year. Well, I, I mean, it's just about you. Just got to know it's huh. it's not going to have a lot of depth to it. Okay, yeah. okay. It's going to be that easy drinker. It's going to be oh, you know if you drink like a twenty twenty two that's a white wine, but red, it's not going. You're going to be like, no, nah, this isn't it for me. Mm, so wine is not as complicated sense. as people make it sound. It is yeah. not. And, and 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 you know what? Hmm. Look, let's keep it real. Uh, you. There are a lot of things that aren't complicated, but they will, a lot of things or a lot of systems will make it so you don't get involved. Yeah, it's true. And so when you talk about wine, and I've been in several rooms where, you know, if people are talking about wine, that person can feel small in the room because they don't know. Mm. And so when you come to sip, it's like, just say you were at Valle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah, I was just drinking whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and then it opens up the conversation because there are people out there that'll try to yeah and i heard people talk about like oh you know they're intimidated like i taste the oak in and those like, blueberry stop. notes you know like and if you if you, you know like we just talked about the tobacco and the ashes and the this and the that and then and, and yeah you can but it's not a like, it's thing not that you have to right um one thing about wine that uh, that intrigued me when i first started drinking it was i didn't know you could get so wasted off wine I, it's like i Growing up, I never seen people get like wine wasted. And I remember the first time I really got into wine, and I was like, well, this is why they make songs about this Look, shit, right? I'm, like I'm red, red wine, Catholic. make it feel. Hey. <laughs> I was raised Catholic. Oh, I stay yeah. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> stay on it. Yeah. That's a trip. Stay <laughs> on the wine. Stay on it. Good old Catholicism. Uh oh, uh oh. Look at fresh in. Look. Fresh in. We got on the, the lavender bee in the building. So we got. We got to talk about it. So, so Cassandra has uh, her own wine, her own beer. Fresh Glass is the name of it. Yeah. What inspired you to? I mean, you're in the industry as a wine bar, yeah. and now you're in the industry as uh, your own bottles of wine. I mean, I feel like that's a great evolution. That's a, that's a, it's a perfect evolution. So now you got your own wine, you got your own beer. It's named after the show. Let's talk about that. Well, I wanted, I wanted to pay homage to the people who were featured in the show. Oh, okay. So uh, Tara, who's only Native American woman winemaker in the country, and her wife, Medea, from Spain. I was like, hey, because I'm not a trained winemaker, right? Like, I just 
I know who to call. And I've been, you know, I've participated in Harvest. Uh, and it's a hard, it's a grueling process to make wine. And I was like, will you make a wine for the show for me? Because mm. I love their wine. So they did. Uh, and and it's a cab from the Camp Four Vineyard, which is uh, on the Shumash Reservation uh, up in Santa Barbara County. Wow. So and it's grapes, delicious, y'all. Yes. It so the grapes delicious. come from there. And, me some more. And the cab is fire. So it's a 2019 that, you know, I didn't want like something. I needed something that had been sitting there that had been doing this thing. Mm. Um, and then the beer is created uh, by Timothy Parker, who owns Chula Vista Brewing. He's the only black brewer in San Diego County. Yep. And so I was like, OK, I want a beer for the show as well. And he's like, well, what do you drink? And I'm a very light, crisp beer drinker. Mm. But I like lavender lattes. Uh, we, we got them. We got them. Lavender honey lattes Ooh, are my thing. Okay. La- anything lavender. Okay. So I said, I want a lavender honey ale. And he made it happen. And he made it happen. Love it. With the, with the purple top to, to, yes. <laughs> to go with the And lavender. then he was like, oh, what, what kind of label do you want? And I was like, this. That's so, sexy. Yes. I like it. So I wanted to have a wine and beer that was commemorative of the show uh, so people could... A, explore the winemakers and brewmasters that we're featuring. And and I wanted to see, you know, if my creations would be, you know, could come to life and be good. So mm. Impressive. Sounds I am, like I, you are living your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blessed. True. That is so exciting. So so where can they get, where can the people find the beer and the wine? Yeah, so it'll go, it'll be at Sip Wine and Beer in Escondido. Uh, so people can come pick up bottles before they watch the show. Uh, or watch the episodes or grab some beer, grab a couple four packs or six packs and the proceeds just go to to uh, supporting a the brewmasters and the winemakers, uh, but also future seasons of the show. All right. That's what I'm talking about. And and for those that don't know where Sip Wine and Beer is in Escondido, we, we got to let them know. Yes, you can Google it. Uh, <laughs> Sip Wine and Beer. And people always be like, "Yo, how do I find that out? Google it." Right. <laughs> like, like we're out there. They, we can do whatever we want. So when you buy the wine, you buy the beer, you watch the show, you're part of the experience. Like you really become involved in it. How many episodes is this first season? Six episodes. Six episodes. Yeah. So we're featuring. I want to say we featured about 15 businesses throughout California for season one. Damn. I know. Dope. That yeah. is impressive. That's a lot of work, girl. You've been busy. I have. You've been it was, busy. It's, yeah, it's been an experience. A great, a humbling one, uh, but coming from someone who has who doesn't have film or television experience, it's definitely a learning curve, but it's doable. Mm. So, so, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So yeah. it wasn't scary. Like, like I mean, people always want to know, like, you know, how do people always be like, oh, I can't do it because I don't know, like, or... I'm not, you know, I don't, I haven't practiced being on TV or, you know, pe- people always have an excuse yes. for why they're not doing it. Right. Did you go to acting classes? Did you go to journaling school? Did you, do you have a degree in film? I do not. I do not. Uh, my degrees are in social science and 
public finance. But she got degrees, y'all. Y'all heard that? She got so education. Remember, if y'all, yeah. applying, if y'all yeah. applying to go with her so, and your application comes through me, yes. remember, she got degrees, y'all. Yes. I don't, I don't want you owning the application part. She was like, she was, scratch. She was like, don't forget at the beginning scratch. of the show. <laughs> just saying. Just yeah. let, let y'all know. That first layer of her approvals. But I'm, what, I, what I am good at is... Uh, connecting with people and just having those conversations that make you think. And I think if you just ignore the cameras and you keep talking, it all comes to life. Mm -hmm. And so this show isn't, this is unscripted. So what you see is what you get. I love it. It's capturing people who are real and raw. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm fortunate to be able to do that and have, you know, be able to have my personality. Yeah. You're real and raw at the same time. Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Now, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? I do not. Well, let me take that back. So uh, my biological father, it was an entrepreneur. (laughs) She's like, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Was an entrepreneur. Do you know your biological father? I know who he is. I didn't know him. Okay. Yeah. Um, But my mother told me he was a hustler. And he, you know. He was a hustler. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we all yes. hustle in them, in them streets. Yeah, and <laughs> so. so that was her decision because he was he decided to hustle and do the wrong things. Oh. However, uh, what I realized a couple uh, last Christmas, because uh, I went back to Philly and I had a whole life-changing experience about that, but uh, I saw my father's death certificate and it said he was a retail store owner, and I was like... Mm. That's dope. That is dope. Right. Like, oh... And I was like, Ma, you didn't tell me you owned a store? And she's like, I didn't know. It's that generational stuff that I tell. Yep. Yeah. So it, it, Some things you know, some things you don't know. It's just in the It's air, in the blood. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just and you just, it just don't comes know why to you. Don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's crazy how we yep. talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we talked about it. it's, it's another podcast. It's a generational okay. blessing yep. and then curses, right? So there's yes. a reason why you're a little fast ass and you don't know why you're a little fast ass because your mama was a little fast <laughs> ass and now you are. Or, or your daddy was fast <laughs> ass. Or somebody yeah, was fast ass. There you go. Or they were a business owner and those are things that we don't talk about right we, we always talk about the generational curses and that's what you said but that's that's a different podcast but <laughs> I, I didn't grow up but like my parents uh they they worked they worked hard and for me it was like you know you, you guys have kids like you want to see your children get an education because you know that once you get an education like the sky's the limit mm-hmm. okay well you do all that stuff like i I did it. Okay. I went to undergrad. I went to graduate school. I've worked forever. I've held the job since I was 16. And then you're like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Not I want to like, right. It, there's no challenge. You are like, I'm smarter than this person. And this person is doing this. Then I can certainly mm-hmm. take a leap of faith and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And so having those experiences gave me the confidence to just say, okay, well, if I'm going to do this. And if it doesn't work, I already know I can get a job. That's always plan B. That's the thing is, it's like you could go out and do whatever you want to do. And if it all, if it fails, it's still 400,000 jobs. If you yeah. watch the jo- unemployment job for market is, is 400,000 yeah. jobs. What was the support system like when you went out there as an entrepreneur? And to be honest, I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it until I, it was done. So you just like quit your job? And no, no uh-uh. I worked oh. in corporate while I still opened my business. Okay. So you was working. I was working, doing both. I was up at 4 a.m. I was in bed at 2. You know, it was... It was crazy, but I did it, and and even then, you're still doubting yourself a little bit. So you're like, oh, I'm gonna stay here a little bit longer. 
because you like the security. And yeah. then you get to a point where you just have to say, fuck it. Let like, go. you got to do it. And I tell people that all the time. Like, as soon as you know it's time to go, just go. Just go. Just go. Because it'll be fine. Yeah. You've been working this hard. So yeah. now you started this business and you keep giving this person your time. You better do something. Imagine if you gave all the business all your time. And as soon as I did that, we're, look where we are. Right. <laughs> That's a thousand percent. It's putting that extra focus in, into everything. And and we talked about this in the beginning of the show about where your focus is now. So being single, right? Did I say that correctly? Mm, being single. <laughs> That's not, you know what? I would love to, I would love to um, meet someone and like enjoy life and be in a relationship, but not at the risk of my sanity. What does that mean? That means uh, my deal breaker, don't drag me down a rabbit hole. Mm. Like if you are not comfortable with who you are and what you've accomplished, oh, it depends on what that rabbit hole is like. Right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you want to go said, down a rabbit hole. Sometimes. You know what? <laughs> because here's, no, well, here's I'm a the rascal. Thing. I'm gonna tell you. Look, so here's the thing: <laughs> you meet someone like you or myself, <laughs> and I've been told by men, people, at, men ask themselves where they fit into the equation. A, a man asks where he fits into the I can equation. See that. Okay. I can see that. Mm -hmm. And you have to know, I'm an overachiever. Mm -hmm. It's type A. When I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't need you. I make a choice to want to spend time with you and welcome you into my world and in my space. And if you're not comfortable with that, it's not going to work out. Like, I'm I'm not the person who's where you at, what you're doing. Like, I respect, I want my freedom. And I know what my deal breakers are in a relationship. I'm a loyal person. And, you know, and I say, I, as a woman, I do need to work on probably displaying my appreciation. Mm. You know, when I'm in a relationship, <laughs> I do need to work on that. I recognize that. But and then the other thing, too, like when I've been everything that I've been doing requires some laser focus. And so you have to understand that and know, like once it's done. Thousand percent. So I guess the, I guess they were asking the wrong question. It's like, where do I fit into the equation? It's the equation is already going, bro. Like you have to see it. Like it's it's it started out here and and we're down here. Yeah, and then you got to be okay with uh, being over here while I'm here working on what I got to do. And then when I need you to come back over here, then I need you like we're 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 together here, right? And men, or you just they not have a part of the yeah, equation. But you are a part of the equation, but just not at this point of my like where I am here like I need you and I'll call you when I'm done here but at the same time I just I, that's this is your part of the equation so 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 this is Does how I'm no this is how I'm looking at it so I, I take it back to the old school high school shit when I had seven classes mm -hmm. and if I'm in math class and the equation is on the board I need you to come in in government or eco like that's that's your position mm -hmm. but here but then when government's over like Bye. No, no, and no, no. I need to go to my other what classes. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I'm I'm dialed in. Like, I'm, like this equation started way before you, and it already has an answer that yeah. you're not a part of. Oh, I see. You know okay. what I mean? Like, like, like you're a variable that will fuck up the whole formula. Mm. So, so don't put yourself or trying to insert yourself there. We got a whole different new subject over here. We're like, mm. we like we vibing over here. Let's be a part of this. And well, mm. and here's the other thing: is it how is it different from men when they're focused, right? Like you're a thousand percent that you know difference. Like if there's a man who's like a professional athlete or 
an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, as a woman, are, are you exactly. like, I'm going to respect that you got to do what you got to do. And not only if you, you got to respect it, but they'll, they're going to bluntly tell you like, I ain't got time. Exactly. So exactly. I, Leave me alone. Yep. I gotta believe you got in my space. Uh-huh. Like I got this, that, that, but then. Uh, like I said, they ask the wrong yeah, questions. Sure. Don't, don't ask how you're a part of the equation. Just, just be here. Like, and the, here's the other part. Don't, I can understand like where we are in this world where you start to you start to look at yourself like oh fuck I wasn't doing shit with my life right <laughs> that's not my problem nah <laughs> you're right you're right so it's, you're never like I've met people who think that they're in competition yeah, and it's ugh. not a competition and so as soon as I start to to see that and get that vibe I'm done because yeah. what I do and who I am is is exactly what it is and if you're feeling inadequate then that's not me. That's not that's, that that's ain't not got your nothing fault. to do with that. Yeah. And we have to compete against so many things as as black women, especially right, like against other black women, against other women, against men, against like just so many things that when we get home, yeah. like that's the last. That's thing the we last thing do I want to compete do. with someone. You know what I mean? Like I just want to be a woman. I just want to put my hair down. Yep. I just want to like you know we talked about that femininity. Yeah, right? like I just want to be a female. And you then know? even when I try, and breathe. And when I try, I, I tell you never fails like I remember back when I was like online dating and like I used to I used to like pay for dates mm. and you know why because I because I wanted you to leave <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done I'm done well and not only that and I wanted to be clear mm. that like you don't there's, there's, like there's, yeah, don't don't take no nothing from I what it we're is going into a whole nother subject i know we are but a whole nother but, podcast and so and then my friend was like you need to stop doing that and so sure enough i went on a date and i did it and he was like oh can we split this and i'm like it took all of me not <laughs> to be like just give me the bill stop. and so I, I did i was like yeah we could split it Right? And he was like, yeah, y'all, so I'll call you. Really? Shit, so, I would have walked out. I'd have did my, uh, I'd have hit that waitress like on the way out. three times the next I'd, day. I'd hit it's that like, waitress bro. on the way out and paid that bill, and I would have walked right like, on bro, out Like, bro, you know we not going yeah. out again. But if, if you had the conversation up front, yo, we going Dutch, right? Then you go Dutch. Yeah. That's just what it is. And for me, I'm the one that says, let's meet for coffee. <laughs> who want, I don't even know if I want to sit through dinner with you. Yeah, that's a that's thousand a whole percent. meal. <laughs> that's Ooh, a thousand percent. That's smart. Oh, man, y'all, I, we had so much fun with you, Cassandra. Where can the people find you? Uh, people can find me on IG, Sip Wine Beer, or This Is Fresh Glass. So if you want to follow the show, upcoming episodes, check out where to download. And then also download the PBS video app. I know a lot of people yes. don't have cable because we have streaming. Download so if you that. download the PBS video app and type Refresh Glass, you will see a picture of me. And that's the show. Yes. Add it to your list. You get the notifications about the episodes. So thank you. That's super dope. You heard it first right here. We got Fresh Glass Wine and Beer. This is the first Woo. time it's been exposed. Super excited about that. The Fresh Glass beef. is about to drop in a couple days. Honey L. And Sip Wine beer in Escondido. You definitely got to check that place out. It's, it's off the chain. Super dope vibe there. Glad to have you on the show. Thank, thank you for thank hanging you. out with thank us. You. Thank, thank you all for doing what y'all yeah. do. I appreciate thank that. This is the example right here. No, you, yeah. You're super busy because we've been trying to get you on yep. the show for a long yep. time. So, the, <laughs> so I'm glad you had an opportunity I the to take te- a break. I, kept, I kept the text too. Someone's like, did you text her? Yeah, I texted her. <laughs> I'm horrible at responding to text. <laughs> I'm the same, girl. Yeah, this is life and shit. Life and shit. Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what your thoughts are. That's the only way that this show is going to be successful. And we appreciate you. Talk with you next time.